My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. Perhaps we have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step in the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back, Apollo. Welcome back, brother. We got we got a lot to talk about today. But, but before we get into that, I want everybody to know that uh, I was on the phone. reason why we were late, I was on the phone with our attorney. And I uh, uh, go ahead and share. We'll start off with the, the uh, fourth one, if you would, the fourth picture that I have inside of um, inside of uh uh slack if you'll share this i think i think it's important for you guys to understand that i pick my battles i pick all of them and so i hope that i hope that teresa feldman is paying attention aka is it feldman hold on let me feldman, make sure I yes feldman. i hope i hope she's paying attention because uh, we decided that we were going to file a lawsuit, and she gave us all the information we needed for a defamation lawsuit against Conservative Daily. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we were uh, locked and suspended indefinitely. We were permanently banned from Twitter uh, last night. And Teresa Feldman put this up. Joe Altman's Conservative Daily account suspended. Thanks to England, also reported the account for its hateful content at Clayburg at Gal Suburban. And then if you go and look at the hateful conduct and the, the uh, tweets that were put up there, this is the equivalent of, of calling it, it's called swatting. And that's what they did here. They, they swatted, swatted the account. There was nothing we put up there that was hateful at all. Um, and the, the thing that is to be, we should be talking about violation alerts account for breaking our hateful conduct rules. We found they broke our hateful conduct rule through different reports we received about their behavior. Um, so now we know that NH Southern Girl is responsible for that. We will be uncovering exactly who she is. We will subpoena the records from, from Twitter in a lawsuit. So just so you guys are, are, are aware, it's time that we drop a lawsuit on individuals and we use lawfare. So I just want NH Southern Girl to understand that this, this is actually never going to go away for you. We are going to file a lawsuit against you for defamation. We're going to go against the two other people that you listed in there as well. Um, and we were able to trace this all the way back to uh, Reddit. So they were putting stuff up on Reddit, talking about how they could get rid of our account. I don't actually know. We just started on uh, posting on Twitter. And what's what's amazing is that I thought it had to do with, I thought this had to do with um, putting up something that said, hey, if 
the election was stolen. It doesn't matter. You can't uncertify the election. I was actually saying what the quiet part out loud that that that, that there is no remedy for a stolen election through de- not certifying the election, and that what that guy had put up there was 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 accurate. Um, but I found out that it wasn't to do with anything or other than hateful con- content, which we weren't hateful. So I went through with the attorneys everything that is that is on the terms of service. Um, we also got a hold of the Gateway Pundit and a couple of other news organizations and sent all this information over to them. So, uh, Teresa Feldman, uh, thank you. Um, thank you for doing the hard work for us. I really appreciate it. Um, I, I really hope that you understand that uh, what you did is illegal and there are financial consequences. So go get a lawyer. You're going to need one. Um, so I just want to say that. I want to get that out of the way because there are certain things that that um, we will fight. We, we have a couple of lawsuits that we've been pushing towards finishing with um, media outlets. And now we finally get a swipe at someone who is an activist that, uh, frankly, is hiding behind, my guess is a fake name. But if it's not a fake name, everyone's going to know, uh, know its name because at the end of the day, you have an obligation to tell the truth. And you're not telling the truth. And you want to use this in order to disparage us, which causes us harm as a company. Uh, so get ready for the lawsuit. That's it. That's all I got on that. Boom. But, no, I mean, I think it's just time that these people accept consequences. Uh, they've been allowed because of these big tech environments and because of the narrative, and they feel fearless. And our society has been increasingly pushed towards this place where uh, people feel like they can do whatever they want because they're safe behind the internet. Uh, you know, uh, these people deserve to get sued. They deserve to feel some consequences. Um, yeah, so let's get into, if we can, let's talk about the plan, guys. You hit the share button. This is going to be important. Um, the, for those of you that don't know, the, we have been given information. We were on a couple of calls, got to listen in on what is going to happen on Friday in Arizona. If you can get to Arizona, there's going to be a lot of people there. So again, hit the, hit the share button and let me just go through the plan with you, if that's okay. Um, no, uh, Magravator, she is not banned. I, I Once we got that information, we decided we weren't banning anyone. So um, it's probably listening. She's probably listening. And I'm so excited. I just want, I want everybody to understand. <laughs> Apollo, I'm excited, aren't I? I'm excited about this opportunity. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited about this opportunity. I'm, I'm so excited about the opportunity to, to expose this radical leftist liar so happy about this and to hold her accountable right so there will be this i promise you this is not going to go away um but yes i'm pretty excited about it she she'll she's in here she's paying attention okay all right so so i want to get to what's happening in arizona super important right so in arizona the consensus is that the people will actually show up on on uh Friday. Everyone's going to start showing up there on Friday. It will be at the Capitol. It will be a peaceful demonstration. Uh, people will come pretty much out of out of nowhere. Um, people are coming in from other states. There will be people there to, to encourage and talk to. We will be setting up a live cast. There'll be a lot of live casters there um, that will be just talking to the people. Like we want to, we, we're going to let it go literally all day. And we're just going to report live from 
from the um, steps, we're going to report on what is happening in Arizona. So, you know, th this is not our event. This is a people's event. I do want to say this. Uh, law enforcement that, that I have had a chance to talk to um, said that they're getting conflicting reports from uh, people on the left and the GOP. Remember what we said yesterday, the GOP is standing up just as badly as the radical left is. It's as if they just want to sweep this under the rug. And no one is actually talking about the reality. No one is talking about the machines. No one is talking about the machines just going down. They don't just go down. Machines just don't go down. They don't just malfunction in 48% of the precincts by accident. And this is what happens when you have the ability to interfere inside of the machines themselves. Um, sorry, I'm getting a call from Mike Lindell. Why don't you go ahead and talk real quick and then I'll be right back. Just go ahead and, and take sure. it from there for a little bit. Paula. Yeah, so I mean, number one, what you're talking about, or I know I won't, I'll, uh, I'll let you talk, but you know, we, we look at the media narrative on this too. They were reporting, we had mainstream media, they were saying all this, that, uh, and here I'll, I'll give Joe his privacy, but they were reporting, the news was reporting, officials on the ground were reporting, yeah, 20% of the machines were going down, uh, we're having problems with 20% of the tabulators, 25% of the tabulators, they crept up to 30% of the tabulators. Now, uh, if you look at uh, the Election Integrity Network, they're now, with their roving poll watchers, they're now saying that, uh, no, it was actually 62% in some areas. So you're looking at well over half of the tabulators in the county that failed. And again, one of the candidates is, in fact, in charge, <coughs> excuse me, in charge of running the election. <clears throat> at the very least, the very... Uh, the best case scenario here is there is that there was a level of incompetence that is uh, an assault to the American people, that is an affront to the intelligences and sensibilities and to the rights of Americans. Voter disenfranchisement is the best case scenario uh, regarding what happened in Arizona as well as across the rest of the country right now. Yeah, so um, yes, so and there's a there's a thing that came out in the Gateway Pundit, and it said, "Is Arizona election the hill to die on?" And I'm going to tell you, I, it is the hill to die on. It 100% is the hill to die on, and and we have to do everything we can on our side to make sure that we fortify our elections. Let me just explain to you what we're asking for in Arizona. We want a re-election right we want to we want to re-vote we know that the vote cannot be cannot be certified we know that the vote cannot be guaranteed to be free of fraud because it's not transparent when everything is sent back to the ballot ballot company and the ballot company itself is a radical leftist organization that is funded by private equity the same private equity money and people that are funding Dominion, that are funding ESNS, that are funding Smartmatic. And I'm talking to the tune of billions of dollars, not just hundreds of thousands, but billions of dollars. And frankly, in 2020, 2021, before all this happened, they wanted to take these voting companies public and put all that money again back into the coffers of private equity. The elections in our country should not be for profit. The elections in our country should not be uh, available to the highest bidder. 
We should not have it hidden behind secret code and a system so complex when really we could spend 10% or 20% of what we spend now in elections. We could spend that and 100% give that money, even when we're spending it, give that money to the people in your community and not have these problems and have transparent elections. So we want to have paper ballots in person. You have to have an ID. We're willing to concede a few things. One, make it a state holiday for voting for election day so that everyone does not have to go to work. We shut down our country for nine months. There is no reason why we cannot shut down uh, our communities for a day for something as sacred as the voice of the American people. So in-person paper ballots, precinct level counting that then is secured afterwards. The precinct level counting then goes in and they're able to verify these are the votes come out of each precinct. And then from there, we, we send it up to uh, we send it up to uh, get secured. If they want to do an audit, they can. But in person, you have to have an ID. You have to be an American citizen. You, you have to do it in person and you have to do it on Election Day. And frankly, if that would have happened in all the elections from 2020 on, they used the pandemic in order to push us to this all mail in ballots. It's like a I always like to say that policy in the United States that is driven to enslave you further. In other words, institutional slavery is like a sidewalk. They distract you over here. You're talking. They build the sidewalk out of concrete. You turn around. It looks like it has been there forever. That's what we're dealing with in the United States. That's what we're dealing with in the voting system. And what we're saying is, look, the amount of fraud and the amount of, of computer problems, let, let's just hypothetically say they're not going to give us access to the source code because they're not. They're going to continue to lie and gaslight and the GOP and the talking heads on the on the right are doing the same thing. They're trying to stay away from it, even though in, in private, we're having the conversations, Paulo, aren't we? We're having the conversations where they're saying, yes, we know it's the machines. We know it's the mail-in ballots. We told people to go vote so that we could outdo the algorithm in the machine. And then we stopped talking about the machines. It, we, don't you see what we're doing to ourselves? We're letting people actually lead us by the nose, tie a, 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 a string to our, our leg, to a fence that's not even in the ground, we are literally destabilizing the foundation of who we are as Americans, and we're letting them do it to us because we have this thing called hopium. This is just a this stand that we're doing is to stop that hopium. It's to stop it. Well, and part of that hopium, I think. I mean, you know, we talk about hopium, and there's there's two big kinds that I see that are going around everywhere and have been plaguing the American people for a long time. And num- number one, the the big one is. Someone else somewhere is going to come save us. Someone else somewhere is going to do the work for us. Uh, and the other one is, uh, you know, and, and I, I won't say everything is, is completely, uh, is so far gone that it won't work, that nothing can actually happen. But we've, especially when it comes to the elections and especially in a situation like what's going on in Arizona, uh, if we're sitting here waiting for, for what? They're going to respect, uh, you know, certification that, you know, we, we asked for a forensic audit, things that we've been asking for for the last two years, uh, that they're going to respect that. Even if they placate something, uh, you know, for public appearances sake, and they say, sure, we'll give you an audit. We'll give you a forensic audit. We'll give you a, an RLA. Everything is designed to have the appearance of actually giving us some kind of transparency and accountability, and it's not actually that. It's a lie. And then even if they do, let's say they agree, sure, full forensic audit. They'll drag it out for so long that this will be long and forgotten by, and then they're just going to milk the taxpayers for 
God knows how much more money. Uh, I mean, you need to look no further than the J6 investigations, the raids on, uh, on Donald Trump. You have, uh, you know, the, the wife of the special counsel who's just appointed to Trump. She made the Michelle Obama documentary. She's a massive Biden supporter. The, the swamp is still so deep in this country that if we, the people, don't get off the sidelines and make our demands very clear and we say, listen, you owe something to us. You don't owe something to some committee, to some law. It's time for you to do right by the American people and to do right by your oath of office. Uh, you know, we're not going to accept anything less. Yeah, so, um, by the way, uh, it looks like they're uh, communicating with me over at Twitter. So I'm trying to handle that while we're talking on the phone. Um, yeah, got it. Um, we 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 know we know right now that the election was not free and fair. We know that they've been counting it now for a week and a half, and they can't count ballots in Maricopa because they're trying to figure out. I'm already telling you what's going to happen. There's two things that we know are going to happen. Number one, they're walking around negotiating with all the counties that are saying they're withholding certification to give off houses and cars and and entitlements, just like Karen Fan got a four hundred fifty million dollar contract. For her company, and all of a sudden, everything got sabotaged in the in the audit in 2020. We know that that's what happened. Now, the second thing we know is happening right now is that because they are in bed, the Dominion is in bed with with Runbeck, and we know that they collude with with things that they do across the country. We just have a letter that came across about giving access to Runbeck to certain parts of the system. We know as a result of that that they are colluding, and they're going to make the ballots match up. They're going to make them match up. But much like the canvas that was done by Liz Harris back in 2020, we also know based on that that the canvas is not going to match. We're going to go out and talk to people about voting. And they're going to say, I did not vote for this person. And because there's no transparency, because there's no lockdown at the precinct level and it's done in a consolidated area, there is no transparency for the American people or the people of Arizona. And so it's simple. This, this protest, let's call it what it is, the protest, this peaceful protest to shut it down in Arizona on Friday. It starts Friday. In other words, eat, be merry, and get on a plane. Eat, be merry, walk outside your door, go to the Capitol. We're going to stay there and stay as long as you can. We're going to stay there until we actually get to the bottom of what's happening in the country, right? Until we get to the bottom of and get a free and fair election. It is, and it's not a hard ask. What we're, what we're asking for is not unreasonable. It's not like we're saying, you know, we want... We want a lifetime supply of free lunches and we want free rent and the rent's too high. We're not asking for things that we know you can't control. We're asking for things we, the American people, through this conduit in Arizona is saying this is the hill to die on. This is the hill to die on. And so all of these groups going out there, we're talking to all of these, these influencers and leaders across the country and we're like, we need you to push this out. Now, Apollo, I know that they're working on a donation page, so let me just talk about this really quick. We got to get porta potties down there to make sure we have porta potties, and it has to be a mobile porta potty system because otherwise you got to go and get permits. And we just want to make sure we support the people that are coming out there, right? So that 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 that's a that's a like a must that we have to we we have to do that. We also have to make sure we provide adequate water. There's going to be things that come up on the legal side. Make sure we get people that that they're going to harass and intimidate. We want to make sure we support them. So we do have a way that you can support it. 
I don't think that page is done yet, is it, Apollo? No, it will be in the next few minutes. I'm uh, working and, on people finishing gonna, now. By the way, we, we need you to put in your cell phone number. So make it sure it's on there. Do you put your cell phone number on the donation page? Because we're going to be transparent with you. Here's the money that we were able to raise. We're hoping to raise a lot of money. There's going to be a lot of people down there. But here's the money we were able to raise. Here's the things that we're going to do with it. As different groups ask to get access to that, we're going to be passing out dollars to those people as well. Um, so I just want you to know that that money, we will be a good steward of it. We've been, you know, we're, you know, we're going to do everything we can at Conservative Daily to support them. We've been asked to do this. We did not want to put it up on Give, Send, Go. We did not want to put it up on, on GoFundMe because they can cancel them at any time. Just have a conversation with them, say we're going to take that money. And those are real consequences that are happening across the board, right? So I need everyone to understand that when we do this, it's up to you, really. It's, it's absolutely up to you. Um, Michael Corey, what did he say? Okay. Um, but we will have that. I assume we'll have it up before the end of the show, correct? Yes. All right. So, so, so tell, tell me if you would, uh, Apollo, we've, we've got, while we were on those calls, there's a couple requirements, ROEs. What are the requirements? What are the ROEs if you decide to show up in Arizona? Uh, so let me let me pull up what I've been sent from people on the ground in Arizona. Uh, you know, we've been on several calls and we've been talking with uh, with these groups about this. Um, so let me pull up what they have been working on. Um, so rules of engagement. Uh, here we'll make this really simple. By so this is some of the wording that they've agreed on uh, by attending this protest. And again, the, it is a protest. Uh, you agree to these rules of engagement as a social contract while you're on site. We are 100% committed to nonviolence. There is no violence tolerated, no threats of violence against anyone, uh, including any infiltrators or any agitators. We will self-police, number two. And I think that's really important because uh, as we know how they... <laughs> Uh, they do have a habit of, uh, you know, coming in and trying to make us look a certain way. Uh, we will self-police. So anyone who's trying to instigate lawless activity, vandalism, violence against anyone, or uh, who seems to be attempting to incite violence, you will be called out. It will not be tolerated. This is a nonviolent demonstration of the people of Arizona demanding that their grievances be addressed. Uh, very, very simple. Number three, we will cooperate with law enforcement. Uh, we do not seek any kind of conflict. We only se seek an answer. Uh, so we will, you know, the people there are more than willing to work with law enforcement and cooperate with them so long as they respect the Constitution and they respect their duty to protect the people. Uh, number four, we will not tolerate destruction of property. Again, this is peaceful. This is nonviolent. That is non-negotiable. Uh, we do not speak to the media. And when they say that, they're referring to the mainstream media, obviously, because we know what they're there for. We know what they do. They have not been a friend of the people. They have not been a friend of the truth. And I think uh, if, you know, I, I think so, if you, if you would agree, Joe, that if mainstream media shows up, it's almost guaranteed they're going to come in and try to, try to skew the narrative and try to twist it and, you know, make the people of Arizona who are 
uh, peacefully asking for something that is very reasonable uh, make them look like they're some kind of extremists, like they're, uh, you know, like, like they're wackos. Uh, so, you know, don't talk to the media. You be the media. There will be independent media and influencers there who will be sharing the narrative. Make sure that you're doing the same thing on social media would be my recommendation. Uh, we will record everything. So if you have a phone, you have a GoPro, uh, it doesn't matter, a camera, anything that is important you see, you want to just share people gathering, people connecting with one, with one another, people showing kindness to one another, uh, why people are actually there and what kind of people we actually are. If you see people who are clearly trying to incite violence, who are trying to, uh, to skew this into something that it isn't, record that. Again, we are the ones who control the narrative because it's our narrative because we, the people, are the ones driving this movement. Uh, we're not litter bugs. We, ha we show respect for everyone around us, but also for the property. We're not there again to destroy, to cause any chaos. So we pick, after, we pick up after ourselves because that's the type of people that we are. We are uh, responsible stewards. Uh, yeah. Again, go ahead. No, it's, it's uh, it, what we're dealing with right now is, is a group of people that literally um, don't care about you. They don't care about you. They they want to they want to go through this process, and we're, we're, the 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 hard reality is that we are dealing with communists. We are dealing with Marxists, and so, and they've infiltrated both sides. Like this is a uniparty, and even the ones that haven't, that just want things to go back to normal, don't understand it can't go back to normal. You can't unsee institutional slavery. You can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. You can't unsee the things that they've done in the elections and the fact that they stole our voice. And it's fundamentally impossible to have freedom of speech if you don't have the freedom to vote and you don't have transparent elections. And so the things that we're going there for is peaceful. And, and I want to repeat this because this, this, I think, is really important as we start to look at it. This was something that it was like an aha for me. And yeah, it's John Lennon. I said this last night. I said this last night on two, two other uh, broadcasts that I was doing, two other interviews I was doing. When it gets down to having to use violence, and they are playing this, you are playing the system's game. The establishment will irritate you, pull your beard, flick your face to make you fight. Because once they have gotten you violent, then they know how to handle you. The only thing they don't know how to handle is nonviolence and humor. Now, what are they trying to do right now, Apollo, with humor? They want to destroy it. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner. Of the show, they're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off 
everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, But you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, As always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. They have no humor. They want to take humor. They want to take joy. They want to take anything away from us because, uh, because that's the only way that they can control everyone. And that's the only way that they can maintain this hegemonic, uh, you know, uh, control Uh, over how people, how people think about the events that are, that are being forced on them. Okay. So let's go through the details of this. We're going to be, yeah, you're, I mean, you're right. Uh, the, the thing that we that, that most people are saying themselves is we're still in a state of shock. We can't believe that one election will be stolen so blatantly. And then we have another one that's stolen so blatantly. And then we have then we have primaries that are stolen uh, blatantly. And now we have another election that it looks like a kangaroo court. And Michael Corey said it yesterday. I got to hang out with him a little bit. He's the, the author of the Erickson Report and an amazing patriot who has spent an amazing amount of time digging into the underpinnings of the technology companies and how they're collude together, how they're owned by the same people. Um, it's, it's pretty scary once you start looking at what the apparatus is. But he said it yesterday. He goes, he goes, Joe, at, at the end of the day, when, when we start looking at, when we start looking at collectively what we're dealing with, this apparatus that we're dealing with inside the election systems, um, let me see how I can say it so that that apparatus, that 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 thing that they've built against us, the only way to stop it from going forward is to have the voice of the people heard. Period. The only way you can have that you can have the, the a parallel path of people going in and going to courts and doing those things, but the only way that that the pressure gets put on these people on both sides of the aisle, regardless of where they are, is to absolutely stand up. What are you doing, Apollo? I'm just making sure that this uh, this donation page is coming out. Um, but now, Mike, Michael Corey has done incredible work for anyone who hasn't seen that. I was just told not to divulge the other part of the conversation, so I won't. Is that with Twitter? <laughs> no, no. I just had a, a text message saying, "Yeah, don't don't talk about what I talked about that yesterday." So I'm not. I'm gonna. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so so let's talk about that. Arizona is not the only problem, and the reason why Arizona is so important on Friday is let's go ahead and put this up there if we can. The early voting hodgepodge begins for some in U.S. Senate runoff in Air and excuse me in Georgia. Uh, early voting ahead of the December sixth U.S. Senate race will begin today for some this weekend for others and statewide on Monday. Uh, from one county to the next, early voting options are varied because of flexibility built in the state law. And the fight over interpretations of those laws. Plus, counties have a gauge what they can pull off with limited resources and short runoff window. After an appeals court on Monday denied an attempt to ban early voting this Saturday, election officials have given counties one last opportunity today to announce plans to open voting centers that day, but it remains optional. And few of the state's 159 counties have said they will do so. Um, so that, that actually helps us a little bit, by the way. 
Uh, most of the counties that will offer weekend early voting are in heavily Democratic areas. And you were told you yesterday as Jolt has created some consternation among Georgia Republicans. After all, this runoff is expected to hinge on turnout and weekend early voting is a popular option for voters from both sides of the aisle. Now some GOP leaning counties have started to get on board. Among the roughly dozen counties that said they will offer early voting on Saturday on Crawford, uh, Screven and Walton, Douglas County will open voting centers today, the earliest in the state to do so. Wednesday polling locations will be open only in Douglas and DeKalb counties. Uh, every county is required to offer in-person early voting November 28th through December 2nd. Um, it is it is super important that we understand um, kind of all the uh, pieces and parts related to this. Uh, this is not just an Arizona issue, but Arizona is the place that it all starts. <sighs> okay. We also have, I just want to put this out there. I know, I know we're going to talk about the plan some more, but I do want to tell you that finally the CBS confirms Hunter Biden's laptop is real 769 days after post broke the story. Um, what's interesting about this is that all the media now cannot ignore this. So let's talk about the lies that they've been telling. They talked about the COVID lies. All of the things that we've been saying about COVID turned out to be true. Yet they've been lying to us and creating chaos. Chaos favors the op. Yet we need to stay consistent in what's really happening. Like, here's what's happening, right? And yet we were right. Apollo, were we not right? Every step of the way. And they took people's licenses to practice medicine. They attacked lawyers and got them suspended, disbarred in some cases. They Tom Thomas Renz has been out there talking about the um, database, the DMED database, which, by the way, has been changed and information stripped and replaced. <laughs> this, this is actually happening. And you talk about all the lawsuits we have around the country and some courts literally saying nothing to see here. We're not going to actually hear this and dismissing those, those different cases with prejudice. In other words, you can't, you can't come back. There's no, there's no coming back for it. And remember, we do have an excellent sponsor of the show, and that is Air Medcare Network. So today's podcast is, again, sponsored by Air Medcare Network. And if you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, or if you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors or do uh, you know dangerous things like some of us like to do that may require some emergency medical attention, we all want to make sure that our family is protected in a medical emergency. Uh, and health insurance will not always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight if, in fact, you do need one. But with Air Medicare Network, you are covered. For as little as $85 a year, not only you, but your entire household will be covered in case you ever need air medical transport. Uh, this is a super, super good deal, very low cost, and it's insurance that if you need it, you do want to make sure that you have it. I know people personally who have had to cover those costs, and believe me, they are very expensive. So simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Receive up to a $50 Visa gift card back when you sign up today. That's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and promo code is daily. Go check them out. You take what happened with COVID. You take what happened with Hunter Biden. You take what happened with the election. And I got to ask you the question, where is the big lie? Remember they were saying the big lie? Apollo, where is it? 
<laughs> the big lie is that we're the freest country on earth. If you ask me. We're the, we're the freest country on earth. I would say that that's probably right. We're doing two things all at the same time. Listen, guys, I want to, if you, if you're going to be here in, if you're not going to be here in uh, Arizona, um, then contribute. We're going to put something up. I want you to contribute. Uh, you have been uh, inundated. Uh, here's enough to buy 118 inch zip ties with 180 pound tensile strength <laughs> and gave $50. So thank you. And look, we will be transparent. If you put your phone number in your cell phone in there, we will send you updates through your cell phone, through text. Um, if you approve it, if you approve things to come to you in text, that allow for you to uh, know exactly where the money's going. So we're going to spend, you know, three thousand dollars on porta potties. We'll tell you, hey, we spent three thousand dollars on porta potties. If we spend money on water, every time we have a receipt come in, we'll say, hey, look, we spent this much on water. We're going to make this very, very transparent. And at the end of it, there's money left over. Then we'll probably take some sort of poll or some sort of consideration on where that money should go to. Like, where should we push that money uh, to have the most effect? Now, whether or not that's a, a you know, I, I hate to say nonprofit because then how do you, how do you give that money to a nonprofit? Whatever we decide to do with the money collectively, that's what we'll do with it, right? Much like what we did when we start talking about the, uh, um, you know, Patriot Ranch. Right. This is it's got to be transparent. It's got to build trust. It's got to build the ability for us to um, have confidence that it's transparent and that what you put in um, has goes to a use to support the people that are on the ground. Are you still working on that? Yes. All right. Are you trying to get it done while you're actually talking to me? Yes. All right. So let's go back to Hunter Biden. Laptop. Um, CBS News. CBS News said Monday it confirms the authenticity of the data from Hunter Biden's former laptop more than two years after the first first revealed its contents. The first son's lawyer complained he didn't consent to the release. Laptop links Biden to his son Hunter and brother Jim Biden's foreign influence peddling, but high-ranking former spy uh, agency officials claimed that before 2020 election it was likely Russian disinformation. Now, I want to, if I can this, so they, I actually have a video. If uh, I only played like the first 50 seconds of it yesterday when we had Liz on. Uh, if you yeah. want, I can play this. Yeah, let's play it. And I want guys pay very close attention to the wording that that they use. And again, remember, there were we played compilations on the show. Russian dif Russian disinformation. Russian dif blah, blah, blah. Like on and on and on. Pay attention to the, how they phrase this now. Two years later. And as Republicans take control of the House, Hunter Biden, the president's son, will be a target for investigations. And that means data from a laptop purported to belong to Biden could be crucial to the investigatory process. CBS News has obtained its data not through a third party or political operative, but directly from the source who told us they provided it to the FBI under subpoena. And we commissioned an independent forensic review to determine its authenticity. Senior investigative correspondent Catherine Harris joins us now with what we found. Catherine, I'm very interested. Good morning. Good morning, Tony. These House Republican investigations are coming and that could be a challenge for the White House as we head into 2023 and 2024. The laptop data we had analyzed showed no evidence it was faked or tampered with. 
Digital forensic investigator Mark Lanterman was previously a member of a Secret Service Electronic Crimes Task Force. There was one thing that got my attention, and that was a voicemail. It's dad, I called to tell you I love you. I love you more than the whole world, pal. Can I get some help? That voicemail, apparently from Joe Biden during his son Hunter's drug addiction, is one of many findings Lanterman used to authenticate what is believed to be Hunter Biden's laptop data. You're confident based on your analysis this is Hunter Biden's data and that it's real? Yes. This Delaware computer shop is where the laptop's backstory begins. Their records indicate in April 2019, Hunter Biden took his laptop in for repair, but never paid. After 90 days, the store considered it abandoned. Then in December 2019, the FBI subpoenaed the store's owner to turn over the computer and a portable drive of its data. Whatever happened to Hunter? During the 2020 election, versions were widely shared by Republican operatives, including Rudy Giuliani. We have the entire hard drive. But questions were raised about whether additional files were added to those versions. Then-candidate Biden labeled the laptop controversy disinformation. What this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. CBS News approached the lawyer for the computer repair shop owner to cut through the noise. We've always had uh, one clean copy. And obtained a copy of what he says they provided the FBI under subpoena. Then we went to Minneapolis for an independent analysis. Were you paid by CBS? Okay, so <laughs> number one, <laughs> again, just the beginning. Well, uh, it, it turns out this might be difficult for the White House. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but we have obtained uh, something that we have verified. We have independently verified, not from a political operative like Rudy Giuliani and everyone else, including... Uh, John Paul McIsaac, who they claimed was a political op operative all, way back when, including every single other person like Garrett Ziegler and all these other people who were claimed to be operatives. They said, no, we have independently verified it from a reliable source now all of a sudden. Isn't that cute now that they know that their, their hands are tied? Now all of a sudden they'll do the one thing that they won't do with our elections, which is a third-party independent analysis to verify. Isn't that crazy? And before we move on, today's show is sponsored by Augusta Precious Metals. They help retirement savers use gold IRAs to diversify and hedge against this crazy economy. Augusta is different. They don't push fear and doom like some gold IRA companies. They're all about compliance, transparency, and educating people to protect their retirement. Augusta has thousands of five-star ratings and hundreds of great reviews. Their most famous customer, quarterback Joe Montana, Loved the company's mission so much, he's now their paid ambassador. Even Money Magazine says Augusta is the best gold IRA company. So don't get into a gold IRA nightmare. Protect your retirement savings with a reliable, transparent company. Get Augusta's free guide from their website. You can go to www.augustapreciousmetals.com. That is A-U-G-U-S-T-A preciousmetals.com. A company that puts its money where its mouth is. Love it. Get the Augusta Precious Metals free gold IRA guide at www.augustapreciousmetals.com and do something now about protecting your retirement. Yeah, but but here's the reality. We, we know we know that the election was stolen. We know. We're, we're not making it up. This is not a, a hyperbolic statement of, you know, the machines are bad, the machines are bad, the machines are bad, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. It's not a matter of the sky falling. It's a matter of the transparency. It's very simple. Kiss, keep it simple, stupid. 
do the do the ballots have a chain of custody issue do they apollo yes massive have we proven by by uh 2000 mules and others that people are harvesting and 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 uh and uh, manipulating ballots absolutely have people around the country been arrested for those crimes yes have the machines failed us at every turn in every election from 2018 to 2020 to 2022 all the way through have the machines been consistently failing us as far as even being able to go in and vote <laughs> what an understatement yes every step of the way look I'm, I'm trying to keep it simple i want people to understand that that what we're asking for in arizona and around the country is not something that's hard to fathom it's not it's not unreasonable it's not unreasonable you know any reasonable just halfway sensible individual would go the system is a wreck if if the voting system was an airplane that was in the sky and you had to be you had to rely on that voting system in order to fly the plane would you want to get on that airplane now, I said this to a Democrat that is left-leaning, and he said no. <laughs> now, I had to ask him like 20 times. All right, let me go back to the question. Let me go back to the question. It is super important that as we get out there and we protest, that we make sure the demands that are made are very simple and apply to the simplest terms that even a seventh grader, a sixth grader, a fifth grader, a seven-year-old, a four-year-old can understand it. And when they look at it, they go, all right, well, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. That actually does exactly what we need it to do. That is what I want. I want my voice to be heard. But here's what they're trying to say. It disenfranchises voters because voters have to work that day. So we try to solve that problem. It's really simple. We shut down our entire system. We shut down our entire communities for nine months, 10 months, 11 months, 12 months, we can shut it down for one day and allow people to go vote. We can do that. We can move the voting day to a Saturday. Look, I'm flexible on how we make sure that we maximize the ability for every single valid legal voter to vote. I want every legal voter to vote, everyone. I don't just want Republicans to vote. I don't just want you know moderate Democrats to vote. I want everyone who is a legal voter to vote. And if if we allow that to happen and it's transparent and the U.S. country, the country of the U.S. picks communist Marxist ideology, they pick these things, then so be it. Now, how hard is that for people to understand? Is what is what I just said, is that controversial? Is it controversial? No. No, you're, this is this is very straightforward. And the American people, they know this. The people of Arizona, the people who are uh, who have demanded a new election, the people who are tired of being lied to and tired of being told that we're the officials, we're the ones in charge, we'll tell you how things are going to work. People are tired of this. They want very simple uh, things answered. They want they have very simple demands and they should be simple to deliver on. And it we need to hold everyone accountable to that. Okay. So now, now we get to working the problem. We know, we know that the hundred laptops is a problem. Check my messages. Yeah. 
Um, okay, you want, me to, you want me to look at this? Okay. All right, I'll see it. The, the only issue is, sorry guys, we're actually in real time doing this. Um, we, we also need the ability for people to make it reoccurring if they can. Um, we uh, honor the part and call for a new election. Let me read this to you. Let me, let me ask you if anybody wants me to add this to it. We'll just talk to the people in real time. People of Arizona have demanded a new election in light of the clear fraud, malfeasance, and ineptitude exhibited in 2022 midterms. Americans will be gathering at the Arizona Capitol beginning on Friday at 9 a.m. and will not depart until a call for a new election is honored. Water, food, sanitation, service, other supplies will be needed. Please support them. You need to add in legal, too. And if anybody else wants to add anything to that, why don't you go ahead and put it up? Um, put it All up right. so people can see it and just do a we'll just do this in real time with people watching. Um, by the way, hit the share button and hit the rumble button. Two things that I'd like you to you all to do while you're here. Um, you know, we're, we're going to make sure that we create a conduit here where we can help you kind of. Uh, uh, we can help you navigate this stuff. We're going to give as much support as possible. The professor uh, it says right here, what's professor's record? Oh. Uh, let me see here. That's an old one. Go ahead and put it up if you would. You put it up already? No, nope. give me one sec. All right. Let me see here. All right. All right. Go ahead and refresh that. I'm going to put it up right now. Okay. See here. See what else we need to add to it. I think we should probably add a little bit more writing to it. Maybe we'll send it over and adjust it as we go. Um, but here it is, AZ Revote. Um, there will also be a page. Okay, I found. There will also be a page called AZ Revote. Um, that's also going to point to a place that talks about what's going on in the protest. Um, and again, this will just be really easy. You can go in. At the very bottom, it should show um, what it goes towards. So it will show up in your statement as Conservative Daily. Um, so if you actually do multiple things with Conservative Daily and you're a member, this will be separate from that. Uh, we'll do everything we can to, to make this very, very simple. The, the uh, URL will be cd.pidoxapay.com. That's cd, that's cdcharliedavid.pidoxapay.com. Uh, make sure you have that as well. Ah, okay. Says Joe, send me as many. Sent as many pedo government links as I could through CD site, email link back to recovery for me. All right, uh, Locus Honey, we wish you a great recovery. Uh, Apollo, we are, uh, we also have some stuff from um, for the Fax Blast, right? So I want to put this up there if we can. Again, is that site live right now, Apollo? Yes. Okay, so make sure, and people can actually give now to it. Yes. Um, if you want, I can share this right now. I'll put it in the comments and then we'll share it on socials. Um, if anyone, I, I've just made first. this now. Yeah, uh, I already tested it. So right now I've just been, you know, editing uh, content while we're live. Uh, if anyone has any problems uh, or there, you have any issues whatsoever, whatever browser you're on or on mobile, anything like that, uh, just send me 
an email to apollo at conservativedaily.com. So I'll put that up on screen right now. Go ahead. All right. So we are working the problem in real time. We'll put the link in here. I'll put it in here in a second. Uh, here we go. So you guys all have it. And you can share it other places. Oh, yeah, we both did it. Aha. Aha. Got it? Yep. All right. Um, I want to play this if we can. This is a poll worker's testimony. Um, pretty interesting stuff that, that came out. Let's go ahead and play the poll worker's testimony real quick so people can see it. Uh, where were you uh, directing me? It's a 200 excess ballots in the D3. I mean, it's only 200 ballots, but it's one poll worker. Oh, I've got it. Yeah, let's go ahead and play it. All right. Three seconds. And there we go. Hit the rumble button too, guys. I'll watch her for both the primaries, uh, primaries and the midterms. Um, and I wanted to relay my observations with no uh, commentary or accusation. Um, uh, the door number three debacle. Uh, when I checked in, I was the e afternoon and evening and closing uh, poll watcher. Um, I did confirm that our uh, tabulators were cleared. Uh, they were all zeros. But I also did confirm that there was no instruction for inspecting to ensure the uh, door three or the slot three was empty. So no one and not a poll worker, not a poll watcher uh, inspected to make sure it was empty. And the reason that's a point is at the end of the day, we were asked to report the number of voters checked in, the number of ballots that we're transporting, and of those number of ballots, how many were door number three. We had 1,218 ballots. We had only 1,018 voters that checked in. So, and we had of those 1,218 ballots, 406 were door number three. Our rejection rate, uh, which I confirmed with my Democrat poll watcher counterpart, uh, I thought it was maybe 75% at least. He said, oh no, it's at least 90% rejection rate. The 17,000 number that has been uh, publicized as door number three ballots is far understated. We were there. We were there. Um, the discrepancy and the number of physical ballots that I had, uh, they came from somewhere. We had physically had them. They were not voters that walked in and checked in. We had 200 more ballots than voters that checked in. And I, I just want that to be on the record. Thank you. How'd that happen? How'd it happen? How did it happen? How is that possible? They, they want to tell us that our elections are free, fair, and safe elections. They want to tell us that they're transparent. How transparent is this? It's a joke. And, that's in, that's and, impossible. That's and impossible. if this happens in a precinct, what is happening across the board with Runbeck and other places? See, they had to print those ballots. So where do the ballots come from? Where did the ballots come from, Apollo? See, I well, like to came keep out it of thin air. I like right? to keep it simple. I want everything to be super, super simple. We have a protest scheduled for Friday. The Friday protest is because we won a new election. 
the new election. By the way, this should spread across the entire country. Let's keep it so focused on what we know the facts are. These are facts. These are not, this is not a hyperbolic statement. It's not out there just creating something out of thin air. These are real things that are happening in our elections, not just in Arizona, but around the country. And they want to basically explain it away as it's a computer glitch or it's a problem over here. How did 200 ballots just show up out of nowhere? They have a fixed system inside the system in order to steal your voice. Are you comfortable with that? And if you are, stay home, stay on your couch. If you're not, and you're within a couple hundred miles, you should be here at 9 a.m. on Friday and be prepared to stay. And if you know truckers, they should come. And if you know bikers, they should come. And if you know uh, groups out there, they should come. I mean, this is the hill, this is the only hill I can think of that will actually cause a big enough stir that it may be what I call an American spring. And isn't that what we need? Don't we need an American spring? Don't we need an event so big, so large, so just powerful, the voice of the people, so powerful that it stands to say, we will not stand for it anymore. We're not slaves. Because those are your only two options. We get a new election or they're solidifying the fact that institutional slavery. And, and as, much as, as much as I want to say this, you know, I've had people walk through and talk to me about the fact that the U.S. is a corporation and I can't fathom it. Like I, I was sitting down talking to Michael yesterday, and he's talking to me and showing me information related to the fact that we are that we're that the U.S. is a corporation. They were already went bankrupt in 1933, and he showed me all this information. And I I have to tell you, I looked at him as if he had three heads. I did, because I kept thinking to myself, man, all right, we'll say that that's true. Then he took me to a website that is actually a government website that talks about the fact that they have to respect the crown. <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually the, the Illinois Attorney General's website about the history of the Attorney General's office in Illinois. Look it up. Do, do, do uh, Illinois Attorney General uh, history. And it shows up. First, first, first thing that comes up. And then search for crown. And I go, okay, well, that, that makes sense. Maybe they just messed up. But then you start looking at all the things that are happening to us that can't happen by accident. And I want to point something else out. They would have to know that God exists for them to do the things that they're doing right now. Right? Am I wrong? They would have to know. Agree. Yeah, absolutely. I so can actually we, put that up. Is that the IllinoisAttorneyGeneral.gov? Yeah, <laughs> this is unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, look, if you want to, and, and this is the stuff where, you know, I, I turn around to Michael and I go, look, it's institutional slavery. We don't own anything. And he's like, exactly. You don't own your house. And, and I had this argument the other day. You don't own your house. You want to know why? Why don't you own your house, Apollo? <laughs> because if you don't pay your taxes to uh, you you know, your overlords, so you, they take it. So you rent it. You rent the, you rent the house. Mm-hmm. You rent the house from the government and everybody's like, yeah, but it's like two grand a year. Okay. It's two grand a year for where you live. Some people have to pay more. Some people have to pay less, but as the value of that property goes up, when you pay it off, do the taxes stay the same? Yeah. The oh taxes, yeah. You still got to pay taxes. And you know, in many cases no, they go, go up. 
listen, yeah. So let me listen to what I'm saying. If a house goes to be worth 400 grand and it's two grand a year and it goes from 400 grand to 600 grand, do your taxes go up with it? Yeah. Okay. When you go get rent, when you go rent a place and you say, okay, I'm going to pay you $1,500 a month, does your rent go up over time? Sorry, what was that? Does your rent go up over time? In most cases, yeah. Okay. So your rent goes up over time and your taxes go up over time, which means they're raising the rent on your house to you, right? Yep. Institutional slavery. Next, you don't own anything and you don't even have really a voice. Now that they're perfecting, stealing your voice and, and instituting, instituting this new world order. Okay. So you're, you're in this thing with the air, excuse me, the uh, attorney general. It's, it's all the way down. You should probably just hit the search button and search crown. I can't do that within here. Okay, well, it's going to... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Here Let's we go. Constant... Nope. Are you most and of the way down? Right here. Okay, let me, let me read this to you. <laughs> in consideration of the powers of the Attorney General, the Supreme Court in Fergus versus Russell noted, under our form of government, all of the prerogatives which pertain to the crown in England under the common law are here vested in the people. And if the attorney general is vested by the Constitution with all the common law powers of that officer and is devolves upon him to perform all the common law duties that were imposed upon that officer, then he becomes a lawful officer of the people as represented in the state government. And it's only legal representative in the courts unless by the Constitution itself or by some constitutional statute it has been divested of some of the powers and duties. Now, if you go down further, it talks more about the crown. I know I just took a left turn. I get it. And I'm taking a left turn because people talk to me all the time about the fact that the U.S. is a corporation, that we actually, we're, we're actually employees, we're subjects, we're slaves, we're owned by the United States. This makes more sense when you start talking about Ann Vandersteel and what she says and the fact that you need to become sovereign. But as you go further down, it starts talking more about the crown. Number one, the first law, the first thing that they have as a, the uh, attorney general of Illinois is to prosecute all actions necessary for the protection and defense of the property and revenues of the crown. <laughs> okay. And, and here's, here's where this gets really interesting. This was written in 18, the 1860s, 1850s. So when do we have our when do we have our freedom where we got freed from from uh, <laughs> England? What year was that? 1779, but we'll say 1776, right? You can't hear you. You're 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 actually muted. What'd you say? Can't hear you. You're muted. Test test test. Yeah, now I can hear you. Oh, okay, that was weird. Uh, well, so and so Bar they have in here they 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 make give some commentary saying that the significance of the powers is meant to be understood that the perspective is the interests represented, meaning that crown is translated in our system to representation of the people. Thus, uh, but that that is not in alignment with uh, with our court systems. That's it for part one of this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Part two is coming up next, and you don't want to miss it. Thanks for listening. God bless America.